0: Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore
1: Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. You know, here's another different feeling in lockdown is normally on a friday morning when you wake up in hamilton and the sun is coming up and the uh the forecast is 11 and sunshine you're feeling pretty good about things but today in a somewhat limited capacity good morning it's black chief radio i'm ben mcvee there's chris brown good morning chris
2: hey how's it going
1: and uh paul morris is back with us for another uh, another episode paul he was on with us last week good morning paul morning guys okay so the the (laughs) forecast is beautiful here is my covid coping mechanism for the day (laughs) Ah. this this past weekend I, i have a little i have a little trailer up north uh and i went up there with my daughter and her friend last saturday now of course this morning so much has happened that you would know don't do that cuz there you, there's no way you're going you're going to be able to get there but i yeah. drove i drove all the way there only to be told to go home and it was such a drag so i drove all the way back home on the same day the girls were bombed And I thought to myself, geez, there's so much stuff there that I should have brought back. We're not going to be able to go for a while. So anyway, fast forward to last night. I called up there. I said, listen, can I just come up if it's just me for two hours? I just want to grab some things. They said, yeah, okay. And so I'm going up to get my lounge chairs and my hammock and a whole bunch of other patio stuff. that I'm going to put on the rooftop terrace here today. And we're going to do like movie night on the rooftop tonight. So that's kind of the COVID coping plan for the day. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Well, I got one myself because, um, you know, as we are kind of in our own isolated worlds here, um, I feel like I've been missing out on a lot of things. You know, I I miss concerts. I miss going to clubs, and I miss going to bars and stuff like that. And uh, I got invited to um, uh, a happy hour with my extended family on Saturday. They're they're Zooming, and uh, apparently last week when they did it, uh, they had about two dozen people online drinking and howling and stuff like that. So, Saturday, oh, I love this idea. So, so on Saturday, we'll have drink in hand. We're all going to get together <laughs> and have a happy hour.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Somebody,
0: somebody performs as well too. So it's it's kind of like being in the club a little bit, you know. But I love it. Pa- that's
2: yeah, that's I'll-
1: super cool, Paul. I assume you're not going to be using the computer you're using to join us this morning on Black Sheep Radio.
0: I. Well, okay, so here's the deal. Guys. I, <laughs> Chris, I, check I, this out. I, 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 I kind of wanted to say something last week, but it was the first time, right? So mm-hmm. uh, my world is Apple, and I've got all these Apple devices. i got a, an iPad, i got an iPhone, and I've got a MacBook. My MacBook is, you know, 2013 or something like that. And, you know, the reason I'm in the Apple world is because the devices are pretty rock-solid. Except about a year ago, my laptop started crashing on me. I go, what the hell is going on? So I took it in and I found out that my battery is going on it. So it's unstable. It overheats. So my laptop sitting on, <laughs> my laptop's sitting on a, fragging, fra- a frozen bag of peas right now. <laughs> and as long as the peas are frozen – uh, I think we're going to stay on there. So if I drop out at any one time, it's because well, <laughs> well I I, the sorry. last time
1: I used my, the last time I used frozen peas, Polly was my vasectomy. So right now, my nutsack, <laughs> my nut sack uh, is nodding in agreement uh, with you. Like, uh,
2: how uh, does it? How does a nutsack nod? Wait, don't don't answer that I'm not question.
1: So last week, Paulie hopped on with us. For those who don't know, Paul Morris—he, him, and I used to work together at uh, at Hits FM in Saint Catharines. Paulie's longtime music director there. And when Chris and I put together the idea of doing Black Sheep Radio Daily, we thought we got to have a musicologist on. And I thought Paulie's the man. So. Uh, Last week, it was all about full-length albums to listen to while in isolation or lockdown. And this week's theme, and out of that sort of came, I I forget what was mentioned, but it was like, oh, did you see them live sort of thing, right? And uh, out of that, we we thought, okay, well, there's another episode. Bands that we'd like to see reform. Yeah. With the stipulation that it's got to be possible. So this isn't reforming some dream some dream band. This is bands that could reform and tour right now.
0: Yeah. That the principal members of the band are still around. Okay. I,
1: yeah. So paulie has got a list of five. Chris and I are just going to sit and listen and and, wow. and wonder why out loud. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, so you said the principal members. So does that mean, um, let's say, let's say, for example, uh, Led Zeppelin were to reunite, ah. um, and you're missing, and I'm like, like, I mean, obviously, there's people that aren't alive in that one. Let's let's just pretend that they're still alive. Like, let's say Led Zeppelin
1: reunited without. hey, hang on, hang on. I'm writing this down. That's another episode. Hang uh, on, what? hang on. Maybe that question for the end.
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, no, I'm end. just thinking like, what's like, what do you? Okay, so I guess maybe my question is, what's what's defined as like a principle? You know, like a principal, like would a drum, like like a drummer or like a or like a bass player count, or is it more like vocalist and like pre- principal songwriter kind of deal?
0: Well, okay. For instance, um, I think that the Who reforming with just or still existing with Pete Townsend and Adultery still counts, and I know I'm going to get beat up by cool. a lot of people because Keith Moon. And mm-hmm. John Edwesel, you know, the drummer and bassist of them. The Who existed without Keith Moon for most of their career. So let's not forget about that. And we still call them <laughs> The Who, even though a lot of people felt that the band was over at that particular time. So uh, All right. when it comes to other bands, so when it comes to stuff like Queen, where you've got, you know, you've got Roger Taylor and you've got uh, Brian May, and then you've got any number of lead singers that doesn't count. Queen is not Queen without Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Period. You know, it's, it's a band that plays Queen with members in it, but it's not the same. And they're they're also not producing any new music as well, too. Not that that really is a factor. I'm actually going to get into that in a a couple of minutes here, but yeah, I don't mean
1: to be, I don't mean to be rude, but that's why I said, save it for the end.
0: uh, (laughs) Zeppelin is, Zeppelin is complicated. Um, they did reform and then they're kind of done. And, um, and I other, agree, and uh, although although Jimmy Page, um, still coaxes Robert Plant to to do together, that's well. I'll get into that one a little bit later on.
2: Sure, okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry, we got sidetracked there. Oh, I'm just no, I'm excited. Okay. What can you say,
1: Paul? <laughs> oh, five Fine. bands you wish would reform. Now I've I've got the list. Uh, do you want me to read them out, or you want to go go out of the loan?
0: No, I'm going to go out of the loan. Uh, my first, my first band is Genesis. But with Peter Gabriel, now Genesis. Mm. You now, now Genesis. Um, it's kind of funny. I was online talking to a friend who was not aware that Peter Gabriel was once the singer of Genesis. Yeah. Essentially, they had two phases: their nineteen seventies career, um, or mostly the nineteen seventies, where Peter Gabriel was the singer, and you know the songs were really. Uh, well i I can't you know their lyrical inspiration drew from fantasy i think that might be the easiest way to do it they are one of the early prog rock bands along with yes and and king crimson and, and emerson lake and palmer and bands like that and then gabriel left and started his solo career which most people are aware of you know sledgehammer salisbury hill and all that stuff but a lot of people are not aware of things like supper's ready and uh, Watcher of the Skies and The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Um, Genesis continued on with Phil Collins singing. And of course they went on to international success without Peter Gabriel as he went on for his own career, which was really, really great. But those of us who are older, (laughs) who grew up with Peter Gabriel's version of Genesis really kind of ache for that to return. So why am I bringing this one up? Well, that's because Genesis, after uh, an extended hiatus, are considering getting back together again. And when they do this, there's always talk about Peter Gabriel joining the band again. And it would be kind of different because, you know, when you think of Genesis with Phil Collins, you think of uh, Invisible Touch. Um, I just can't see Peter Gabriel on stage. <laughs> you know, Not, trying not- to
1: do- a fucking fucked. chance, Paul. No,
0: sorry. <laughs> no. no. What would work is that uh the show would be done in two parts. One mm. part the first part with Gabriel, where he can trot out all his costumes and do I know what I like in my wardrobe and uh, dancing with the moonlit night. And then afterwards they could take a break and they could go do Abacab and I Can't Dance and, and all of that stuff. I think it'd be magnificent. Is it possible? I don't know because they've kind of danced with this idea for a little while, but, you know, who knows? Peter, they're they're all old. I mean, all these bands are old, but, you know, anything is possible. Even if it was just for a one-off, you know, one of these concerts that, you know, that they do at Wembley Stadium in the U.K. Yeah, uh,
1: a la Zeppelin at the O2 Arena. Okay, before we move on to the next one, just I had made a couple notes on Genesis that first of all when I saw Peter Gabriel I'm the same I, I I would not go see Genesis unless Peter Gabriel joined the band I don't see the guy doing half a show I'd love the idea but I don't know about that and yeah. I would even even I would be cool with like Genesis up to I would say Abacab and I, I could see Gabriel maybe joining in for something off Duke or Abacab. That's it. And then we're done. We're not doing any illegal alien or any of that bullshit Genesis. Sorry. Kind of syruped out in the end.
0: It, it did. <laughs> it syruped out. Exactly. Yes. You know? And, uh, and yeah. So. That is that is my – that would really be great to see, you know. Even if Gabriel just did three songs, it would be magnificent to see him again.
1: This next one is much more doable in, in terms of uh, age of the band and just bang, it's there. Yeah. It's Oasis.
0: Yeah, Oasis. Um, the Gallagher brothers who feud in public, and it's hilarious. I mean mm-hmm. – uh, oh, it's great! And, and you know what? I think I think it's a load of shit. I think <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that they have their creative differences. I think the band ran its course, and they said, "You know, how are we going to break this up? All right, let's hate each other." I'm not sure if the Gallagher brothers exchange Christmas cards, but it wouldn't be surprise me if they get on the phone and they talk to each other once a month or something like that. Uh. Uh, so getting Oasis together is a matter. To me, it's just a matter of: are we going to do this for crying out loud or not? Uh, I love Oasis. Uh, the louder, the better. Those first three records, uh, you just can't touch them. They are unbelievable, and that's kind of why I, I'd love to see them back together again. And I think it is doable. I agree with you, Ben.
1: Yep, Chris, your thoughts on Oasis? Are you a fan? This one, I don't uh, know about you. Yeah, and your, your Oasis. you know.
2: You know what's you know what's funny is like uh, when Oasis was really popular um I mean I was just a younger and and I never really saw like to me, they were just kind of a pop band, but I, I loved them. Like I, I like pop music, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so I I'm, I've always been a fan of them. But okay. it wasn't until I got older that I really started to appreciate, you know, the longevity of their career and, and how consistent they were with their records. and And I went to see. I actually went to see them that last show that they played. I think it was in Saint Catharines. I think that might have been the last one that they did in Canada. Saint um, Catharines. I don't know if it was in Saint Cat. No. There was one. Re- remember when when um, the show got canceled, and he because the guy got on stage, some guy fan got on stage and kicked him and, and knocked him down and I broke was, broke guy's rib. That
0: was Toronto, I believe. That was no, very-
2: that was Tur- that was Toronto for yeah. sure. But like, I think. I think they canceled one show because they – they canceled the show in St. Catharines or something because of because of that happening. And 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 it, I don't know if they ever ended up playing or not or whatever. I could be wrong. But anyways, I ended up seeing them. Um, no, it wasn't in – maybe it was London. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm lost. Yeah, right? But yeah, I'm a fan. Long story short. Yeah, for sure. I'm uh, – I, I, I don't see, like, I've never really dug too deep into their catalog, but, like, I've, I'm definitely a fan for sure. I'd love to see them again. I'm, I'm, I think they have, you know, I mean, they're, they've still got the capability of making great music, and I think that's what's really exciting about them coming back, you know.
1: Yeah. The next band on Paul's list, I would I would go to this show, but I would only go with Paul because I would need an introduction.
0: <laughs> All right. How's so- that? Uh, okay, that's good. Uh, yeah. the, band, the band is the Talking Heads, and the Talking Heads were one of the many bands. Uh, they came out of New York City, out of CBGBs, where all the great punk bands like the Ramones came from. But they were more on the artsy side of things, and you know it, it's kind of funny. You know their records are being played on rock radio right alongside Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath. You know mm-hmm. they, they were cool enough to hold their own. That doesn't matter. They they are in a stature all their own. And that band ran its course, and then leader of the band uh, David Byrne decided to pursue some other things—a uh, lot of um, a lot of calypso music and stuff like that. It's been—I'm going to guess—thirty um, years. Nah, maybe hmm. not as long. But they haven't been together this whole time. David Byrne's been working on a lot of other projects, just like when all these great musicians splinter—they go off and they do their own their own thing. But recently. Uh, he got involved with a Broadway show where they resurrected some of the talking head songs the more obscure ones into the into the show so Byrne has been performing on Broadway kind of doing some talking head stuff stuff that he kind of put off to the side because he kind of moved on however there's a comedian his name is John Mullaney. I'm not sure if you know him but he used to be a writer with Saturday Night Live yeah I've heard
2: of him mm-hmm. yeah he, big fan
0: great stand-up comedian in his own right who is actually hosted SNL a, a number of times in the last couple of years. And I will go out and, mm-hmm. a limb and say maybe some of the best shows that they've done. Mulaney did his own stand-up, um, did his own music special, pardon me, did his own television special on HBO. instead of doing stand-up, he did, this, he did this mock children's special that was a musical. <laughs> it's, it's, mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of out there, and it was not my favorite, but he invited David Byrne in to do a song. Well, in the most in this current season of Saturday Night Live, Mulaney was once again asked to be the guest host. It was uh, in the end of February, and he invited David Byrne to be the musical guest on Saturday Night Live. Sometimes the hosts do that, you know. Yep. And David Byrne got on stage, and when it was his, you know, ladies and gentlemen, David Byrne, lead singer of Talking Heads, and you can hear the opening notes of Once in a Lifetime, and I going. Uh, quit teasing us, man. You know, I figured they're gonna they're gonna start with the opening, you know, dangling riffs of this song, <laughs> and we're gonna trip into some weird calypso thing. But, you know, <laughs> he went into "Once in a Lifetime." Now, I'm not sure if wow. you guys I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen the concert movie um, "Stop Making Sense" with the Talking Heads. It is one of the, and you'll hear this from anybody else who has any knowledge of concert movies. One of the all time greats. It is. It is joy. And I talked about that last week when we were talking about, you know, I recommend Talking Heads and In the Arcade Fire. Same kind of deal. So with David Byrne playing Talking Heads music, if only for one instance on Saturday Night Live, wouldn't it be great if he got together with his old teammates and started recording again? Because I think that would be a triumphant moment. So Talking Heads are number three on my list of five bands I wish would get together.
1: I love it. Next, next one is again a band that I would need an introduction. Two, okay, and 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 I'm gonna uh, because I'm like I I'm writing down the next episode we're talking about this sort of thing, right? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, okay. This kind of falls into that category of I would need an introduction to. Okay, also features a musician who is a musician's musician, right? And always makes the underrated list as a guitarist, Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits is band for.
0: So, how do I give you an introduction? Okay, very simple. Two songs. Um, uh, Money for Nothing and "The Sultan's A Swing. Right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I have, and I have to admit, guys, that this was, this was not the first artist that would come up on my list. Because, you know, they, they had their time. And it was, it was great in its day. But, like, does it really work in, you know, in this, right. in, in 2020? Right. But one day I heard Sultan's A Swing. And I kind of went, oh, you know, there's there's a sound that I really miss that was incredibly popular in its day and would be great to hear again. The trouble is that Mark Knopfler has no interest in reforming the band. That's right. He's kind of moved on. And I don't know where his brother is and John Isley, the bass player, is. But that's kind of a, it would be really great to hear them do something again because when they did music, it was unlike anything else that anybody was doing. When when artists record profound music, it, that's a reason to celebrate. That's why I brought up Talking Heads as well, too. You know, they just, they were making music like nobody else in their day. And I think even today, they would cut through, as I think Dire Straits would, especially if they brought it back to those days where, you know, there's a big difference with, you know, the, the way Dire Straits went out. They were making this really grand, gorgeous music. And then the early music, like "Felt the Swing, was like, Four guys playing in a room. I yeah, of, I kind of missed that, you know. Yeah, the the arrangements were tight. They're playing. You can you can tell the chemistry that was going on. It's like, boy, that that's was great music. So, maybe
1: number five on your list, Polly, uh,
0: The Smiths, and it's really strange. Oh. The Smiths, um, Johnny Marr and and Morrissey, and uh, Morrissey famously quoted that. Um, he would rather eat testicles, a man's testicles, than reform the fists. It said, off, off Coming from a vegan, that's really saying something. Uh, <laughs> now, un, unlike unlike uh, the boys in Oasis, um, you know, uh, who I think talk regularly, even though they express hate for each other. I really don't think that these two parties will ever get back together again, but again, you go back to meet murder and the queen is dead and some of the stuff that they did back in the eighties. And it really is great in, in cutting music. And, you know, maybe I'm just looking for, you know, maybe what I'm craving for is not only the music of these artists, but I'm looking for an era where guitars are back. I'm looking where the music, uh, where profound statements were made with music and, you know, maybe they are being made today, but they're really hard to find. So sometimes you have to go back to the iconic bands and kind of want them to come back and do part mm-hmm. well. of
1: so, All right. So that – and by the way, I would put the Smiths on my top five. Of, oh, great. Of, yeah, yeah def- definitely. I, I would go see the Smiths. Yeah,
0: def- I didn't know you are a fan. Now I do have a couple of runners up here, which I'll run through really fast. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, believe it or not, and as much as I hated – these two bands in their day, I definitely think it'd be kind of neat to see Journey reform with Steve Perry as the lead singer. And, I second that. And Sticks with Dennis DeYoung. As long, <laughs> as long as we skip past that Mr. Roboto thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think I would have quit Sticks if we did Mr. Roboto, but whatever.
1: If the price, if the price was cheap, and they promised to play Renegade three times, I'm there. <laughs> So <laughs> <laughs> uh, there. Uh, hey, you, you got a couple you, other ones here too that I like.
0: Yeah, I got uh, Eurythmics. Uh, getting uh, Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart back together. Um, cool. yep. Occasionally they do get back together. I think for charity shows and stuff like that. <clears throat> but again, I remember that those first two records and like they were like no other. And they occasion. were really good. They were really tremendous. Yeah. Uh, you know what? As much as I hate her, I'd love to see <laughs> Courtney Love and Hole reform. You know, say what you want about, you know, her relationship with Kurt and all the conspiracy theories and all the rest. And even that her own music was without... Uh, a lot of merit i disagree about whole were fantastic i'd love a real nasty record coming from her why not right
1: yeah i know but after the 90s i'm pretty sure that courtney love would see, love to see her whole reform too so I
0: did, I did. <laughs> and, and finally And finally the bare naked ladies, uh, who were inducted into the Juno hall of fame the music hall of fame. And they got Steve page together on together with the other guys in the band. And they were saying nice things about each other, but when it was finished, they just got up and went in separate directions right away as Mm -hmm. as quickly as they could. But I saw Steve page play a concert last year, uh, believe it or not opening up for the headstones and, um, ah and you you forget how great a songwriter and vocalist the guy is it would be great he's in a commercial right now which is absolutely hilarious but anyway so those those are the bands that wouldn't those last ones are the ones i wouldn't mind seeing again you know
2: so of of those those five bands that you mentioned genesis oasis talking heads dire straits the smiths like which of those bands would you want to see a new record from the most
0: well i i think That's incumbent on all of them. I really, Mm. I'd really like to hear some new music from those guys. Uh, Cool. I think the possible, if there's one band that, well, I don't think the Smiths ever will. So I'll just, but I'd like to hear that. I'd love to hear what they would do. Um,
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. I'd love to hear new music from all of them.
2: Cool. Okay. I
0: really so, would. It would be great. I don't think anybody can. I don't think you know Peter Gabriel and Genesis together could write the music they did back in the seventies. That just came from a different place, man. So, so before
1: know, we got we before we got to Paul's list, Chris had what I thought was a great question, it was sort of going down that road about reform bands that are not quite the original band. So yeah. you you guys have at it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um, for the the example that, that I use is like, for me, um, I only like the Red Hot Chili Peppers if John Frusciante is in the band, and I have yeah. no interest in anything that doesn't have him in the band, right? Yeah. So I was just like, you know, spitballing from that point. Like, do you... Obviously, it's still technically under the header of Red Hot Chili Peppers. But do you do you qualify that as a new Red Hot Chili Peppers al- album or do you do you look at it mm. with an asterisk for all of history?
0: No, because if you think about the Chili Peppers, Friscianti was guitar player number three. Yeah. So, yeah, that's you know, fair. You know, so when when didn't they stop being the Red Hot Chili Peppers when their first guitar player? died? You know, Nirvana was the Dave Grohl's band. I mean, is uh, it sort of a Nirvana with Dave Grohl in it, or what about the other two or three drummers? You know, uh-huh. on some of the recordings, Grohl was not in the studio, so you know. Um, so I think you got to be careful with that. I'm I, I, in each of these cases here. I'm focusing on the core band of a certain era, and I think you're absolutely right, Chris. Yeah, the the, the era with uh, with uh, Fruscianti is my favorite. There's fantastic i mean he's back with them again you know yeah and that's awesome it, i mean I'm it, it, them. there's a great story that uh josh klinghoffer the most recent guitar player told about being let go by the band and he took it with such great heart you know he, he's devastated that he was no longer included in the band but understood it and still wanted to continue uh, with genuine friendships with these guys um and to their credit flea and and uh, and Anthony Kiedis, the lead singer, you know, they were heartbroken to have to do it, but they knew that, you know, they, they, they just, for the Chili Peppers to return to a certain vibe that they really didn't want to move with, they had to have Fuscianti back in the band. And this is mm-hmm. like his third go around, I think.
2: So, yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. So cool. Hey, listen, I'm not playing God here. What you know? What what version of it is? What version of the band is the real one? But you know, mm-hmm. if, if, if for instance, if Queen had Adam Lambert on stage and they're playing at the ACC, or, or should say the Scotiabank Center, Scotiabank Arena, would I go see them? No. And I mean, and I'm also, but that doesn't mean it's not the same. You know, it, it's it. You know, I said last week. I said I think you should go see the great bands when they come to town, uh, whether they're in their prime or if they're not, because I think you catch you catch lightning when you see these bands. You get to see uh, exactly what makes them great. Uh, and, and I think,
1: just, uh, uh, sorry, Pauly, just just interject. Yeah, I I think I think that. When you talk about reform bands and what makes a reform band, like I, I used to have a rule, if 50 percent of the band is not there any more than 50 percent, then it's not the band I'm not interested but there are certain bands where, well, if the lead singer reformed a band called this, and the band learned the music, and the singer was still on, yeah. then I'd go see it, sort of thing. So I, I think it—that question, what counts as a reformed band—really depends on the band, because each one leans on its own crucial parts. Sometimes mm-hmm. the singer's the most important thing. Sometimes it's no, the band's not the same if so and so. Uh, example John Fruscianti and the Chili Peppers if he's not playing guitar it's not the
0: band see what I'm saying yeah now as for Led Zeppelin that's a complicated one. Oh boy is it ever it, <laughs> is it ever uh, I have a I have a, a bootleg recording of their concert um, at the O2 arena so they they did perform a couple of times uh, on one-offs and um, I was surprised how good it was because you know Plant's voice is all over the place you know some days he's magnificent and other days he's struggling to hit notes yeah and, yeah and and i've heard some of his reworkings of zeppelins and it's almost like you know what as much as i love zeppelin that's one of those bands i don't want to see reform because I just, yeah. I just don't think it'll i'd be as good as it was in the day and you know bonham's gone and um i don't know what their situation with john paul jones is but you know without him being in it uh mm-hmm. it'd be disappointed, you
2: know i will say i saw and i'm, I'm sure maybe you guys as well saw um, them crooked vultures when they came to toronto with yeah. john paul jones and uh I had never, I've never experienced Led Zeppelin live in any way, but just seeing John Paul Jones on stage and the guys he's, he's, he's probably w- the one member that, that doesn't get the, the spotlight that you would expect. But even seeing him on stage, it was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Like he was,
0: yeah,
2: it was, it was just crazy. He took over the stage and he was sharing it with, with uh, Josh Homme and, and Dave Grohl and everyone was looking at John Paul Jones, who's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's such reverence for him and such such presence. You know, you know Led Zeppelin for so many people is Page and Plant, but mm-hmm. you know, like every great ba- those great bands, you know, don't discount uh, John Paul Jones and the the keyboards, the bass. And, and it's helped with a lot of uh, a lot of arrangements and stuff like that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. that's a good point, Chris.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, we're coming up on thirty. So, um, I, I have been making notes this whole time, okay. and guys, believe it or not, uh, don't don't react so much to them. Just give me a yes or a no. Here are six potential new episodes. Ready? Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Okay. As a result of Chris talking about Queen, I am going to enter as a category. Uh, bands where people are absolutely shocked that you're not a fan. Uh I am uh, not a huge Queen fan. I'm not, but people, it's like those great movies where if you don't like it or you haven't seen it, people are
0: absolutely gassed yeah. that you haven't yeah. seen it. Sure. Hey, I brought up Oasis today, and I'm not sure if anybody likes Oasis, but that's exactly. one, okay. Well, thanks.
2: I got one for I got one that's gonna shock you guys. I'm not I'm not really into the Smiths.
0: OK, you know, yeah. I'm uh, sure there's
1: a lot of people that aren't, yeah. but, you know,
0: yeah, it was an acquired taste. Just, I think yeah, good. for sure. Yeah.
1: OK. Uh, we mentioned something about prime members. Yes. Of bands. Right. And when they're reforming and everything else, let's do an episode of the five most prime members of prime mm. members of bands,
0: prime mm. members of prime bands.
1: Prime members of prime bands. The the. In other f- words,
0: the top, band top the five. band could, the band could not continue with a, this member.
1: Not oh, in a cool. years So in other
0: words, the band the band if this this person wasn't there. In other words, cool. tragically, hip could not continue without Gord Downey.
1: That's, That's a, a good, good example. Yeah.
0: Let's put example. that right out there right now. It's just not going to yeah. happen.
1: All right. So there's another one. Okay. Um, Okay, so as a result of Talking Heads, and uh, I was thinking of our friend Carrie Gray when we brought that up because Carrie always tried to get me into Talking Heads, always tried to get me into Jay Giles, too. Ah. (laughs) This one is is especially for you. Five bands I'd love to introduce
0: to you. Oh, that's a great one yeah the right oh in other words oh you got to check this out that type of that type right. of yeah. so we're not
1: we're not like what last week you mentioned this band called the who yeah who nobody would have heard of these yeah. are bands that you you've probably heard of you've probably heard of the jay giles band you've probably heard of talking heads and you probably think of once in a lifetime and you probably think of freeze frame but right. there's so much more so five bands, <laughs> uh, five bands you'd love to introduce yeah five bands <laughs> you'd love to introduce introduce me to sure okay, okay. Here's our next one. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Uh, and I bring this up because of Zeppelin. Don't do it again. It would break my heart.
0: Okay. Yeah. I've, I've already got <laughs> – I've, I've, I've got a few things. I've got a man right in the top of my head here, which okay. I, I, will, I will save. They broke my – they came back and they broke my heart. It was so bad. It was so bad. Okay. It, was so bad. it actually – they came back together and it ruined everything. <laughs> 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 what you do that for? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Okay. Guns and Roses comes to mind, but
0: Oh, I yeah. disagree. I disagree. Okay. Right, so that's, another that's a good one. There we go. Two left. <laughs>
1: uh next one is Gimme a New Record. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Gimme a new record, yeah. Okay. And finally, Chris, I I don't I'm sure you're gonna have this too. Um this is kind of a weird take on the whole thing where Polly says get out. If a band comes, just go see them. So I want a list of five bands that you're so grateful you saw just one time. So in Hmm. other words, going back to the example of say the tragically hip. Yes. I'm very (sighs) grateful. I saw them. I'll never see them again, but I saw them 50 times. This has got to be a list of concerts. You saw them one time and you're so grateful that you did. All right. Yeah, that's great. All right. I'll okay. throw out a couple like a couple examples for me. I saw Tom Waits once. Thank God.
0: Oh wow. man, you are so lucky. See what I mean?
1: So that's kind oh, of what I was man.
0: That's really? kind of
1: wow. yeah, man, Tom Waits once. Uh, what once. about like
2: I I was your you rattling off uh possible episode ideas it got me thinking oh, about yeah. um music documentaries. Yeah right? Because I remember watching that Eagles one, I don't know, last year or whatever, and it that completely blew my mind. Like, maybe there's something there, and then... Um, and, and, yeah, and... How, and
0: that Eagles, yeah. that Eagles uh, documentary and how it backfired?
2: <laughs> what backfired could, about it? What do you mean? How
0: could, how could you do, you know, a three-hour documentary about your career, and then at the end of it, you think, the two leaders of the band are the biggest dickheads in the world. I know, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, It's That's the most so embarrassing
0: funny. thing. I mean, I, I, I hate to so say this, funny. I used to love the Eagles music, and but I couldn't, after when it got overplayed, when it was just omnipresent, it's like, oh, shut up. But, you mm. uh, I know, I, like, I love those Bluegrass records, the first ones that they did. But when you hear their story, you, you kind of wish you never got to know Glenn Fry and Don Henley because they <laughs> were just two, the words, world's biggest
2: assholes so yeah yeah i hear you for yeah for me like i kind of have an expectation that a lot of these like these these musicians are going to be assholes so like finding out that they're nice guys is like you know a surprise more than anything but like it's it's really you know what i
0: mean hey i like that i like this one i like me too
2: me too and then uh, what was what was the other one i had um oh yeah oh movies about music do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of movies out there, like like Rockstar and, and uh, Almost yeah.
0: Famous.
1: Almost and Famous. The first one that comes to mind for every time. Yeah. Me, for sure. that was, yeah. Like,
0: School of um, Rock. Yeah. That's yeah. Up. Okay. I oh, love I it. Now, those are great.
2: Sweet. These so are I'm, perfect.
0: I'm going to leave it to you guys because I've kind of tossed up these first two ones that we've done. And uh, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever floats your boat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Paulie, the, the more often we can get you on, the happier I am. That's for damn sure. Yeah, same, man. Well, same.
0: It's, uh, that's up to you guys, but uh, Friday morning sounds pretty good to me right on. Yeah, on. Even, right though on. Was, even though it's murder getting up today. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a career. It's a lifestyle choice. Yeah, well, this is said. true. Well, guess what? Yeah. My computer made it through 35 minutes of a show. So, uh, you know, right. perfect. I'm going to put the, free, the peas back in the freezer and save them for next week. Good uh week. fuck. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: promise me next week at
1: the very end. Can you have a little hotel uh, bell next to you so you can <laughs> so you can ding it and say peas are done? Could you do that? Right. <laughs> do that? Thanks, buddy. Have a good <laughs> Boys,
0: have a great weekend right. bye see you guys see you this has been another episode of Black Sheep
1: Radio with Ben McVee and Chris Brown if you liked what you heard don't forget to follow
0: rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts